the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Welcome to The Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony, host of the hit show heard every Saturday from 12 to 3, Black and White Radio. I'm excited. Uh, it looks like every conservative radio host is in Mar-a-Lago right now. Ooh. I mean, everybody that I listen to um, coming in now, Sebastian Gorka, they're all down there in Florida in Mar-a-Lago getting ready to go to the, um, the the release of 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Awesome. Um, I, I I can't wait to see it. I know this, it's coming to, to Illinois, um, I believe May 7th or something like that. I can't wait to see it. Um, but I'm, I'm so happy um, that Sean um, reached out and said, hey, I'm heading out. We love, um, well, Marcus, Marcus Brown, because Sean, you know, he didn't call me personally. He usually called me and said, hey, I need you to fill in for me. But he didn't do it th- today. But uh, I'm, I'm so I'm always excited to come in on the afternoon drive, talk to the listeners, um, because we, we're going to have a big show today. You know, we got a young Gino, well, Gino Young, uh, a young black Republican, a conservative Republican um, tr- running in the first congressional district. He's going to be joining the show. He'll be calling in. Um, Later in um, this hour, we're going to have Judge John Novarini, who's running for, I think now, when you look at what's happening with, with this um, abortion leak, um, with basically Roe v. Wade being overturned, um, whoever controls the Illinois Supreme Court, I think uh, if the Republicans take it, I think House Bill 40 is going to be in trouble. Uh, that's going to be in a lot of trouble now because uh, with a Republican-led uh, Supreme Court, somebody files it, files a, to, to, to have that challenge. I think there will be a challenge. I don't know if it'll be overturned, but now that, you know, and, and, and I'm watching and I'm listening to all this, these people, especially those on the left, crying and whining about, you know, oh, God, the world has come to an end. Well, no, a, a wrong has been righted. This should have never been at the Supreme Court level. What should have happened is what, what, what we're seeing now. It being taken down. And sent back to the states to allow the states to decide what the states want to do as it, as it relates to the abortion crisis or the abortion issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been watching that. I've been watching Dave Chappelle get Will Smith. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, and come to find out it was a trans person that attacked him on stage. Was it truly? I thought it was just a joke. It was a trans person that attacked him on stage. And, you know, you, you look at everything that's happening. Uh, before I introduce my guest host today, I, I want to play something because I, I played it. I did a video of this on my on my Instagram um, because I think I love the words and it, it gets me going. It gets me pumping. And it's really how I'm feeling today. It's I woke up. 
I woke up with this sound, this tune in my head. It ain't it ain't red velvet, so don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Uh, but I but I woke up with this this tune in my head, and I I think you guys will love it. Here it is. Today's gonna be a good day. Gonna be a good day. Today's gonna be a good day. Gonna be a good day. Get the negativity out of my face. I want positivity in my space. Today's gonna be a good day. Gonna be. A- Come on now, you know you rock, you just rock to that beat. No. If you if you if you're in your car, you know you just rock to that beat. And this guy that keeps interrupting me is the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Oh God! <laughs> you, you 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 should know my cues by now I when do. I throw my hand up. Yeah. How you doing, brother? I'm doing so great. I got back from Vegas. I had a great time for my birthday, and it was just a blessing to be somewhere where race was not an issue. Oh. It was so many black men with white women and vice versa. I mean, it's it's a beautiful place. Now it's on my list. You didn't get in any trouble there, I take it. No, no, no. I was with a group of guys that kept me out of trouble, my brother and everybody. But it's an honor to be here and to do uh, John's show. John? A, I mean, Sean's better get it right. show better. And I promise, Sean, I will pronounce the word ask right <laughs> for your show. For your show. Not John's show, but for your show. And physical. Uh, and and, and physical. Oh, my God. Bilal, you really tripped me out. Pistol Pete, how you doing in there, brother? It's so good to to, to see you once again. You know, one day I hope um, the, the higher-ups will put you on my show every weekend and you come and, and work with me. I, I love working with you, brother. I know you will. And and Bunny, Bunny, thanks so much. You've been so helpful today. It's been amazing. But, Verlon, I mean, there's so much going on today. I mean, you look at um, you look at what's happening with this Supreme Court leak. Uh, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Wh- wh- where were you when you heard it, and what was the first thing it you thought It was about? Monday, the day before I was leaving Vegas, and when I saw it, I woke up. I looked at uh, CBS. I, I, we had CBS uh, news out there, and I was blown away i was like yes i didn't think it was gonna happen this fast no no i didn't think it was gonna happen this quick but uh, because you never know what roberts was gonna do and then we still don't know what roberts he he really said that he doesn't want it to be fully um uh he he, there's certain aspects of it he doesn't want to see go away Mm. you know it's like (laughs) brother (laughs) you were put there just for this yeah you gorsuch Mm. amy coney barrett uh alito i mean these guys were put there for this reason, mm-hmm. you know, and then you see the left just completely going, just, oh. just losing it. You want to know what they're losing their minds about? They, you know what? I, this, this is why I despise these people because they're taking it to the extreme. They've moved past abortion and said, I bet the Supreme Court is going to go back on interracial marriage, yeah. gay marriage, education, uh, education, uh, black voters' uh, uh, rights. I'm like, these guys yeah. are nuts. Yeah. They're losing their minds already about everything. They're taking a trip down memory lane. And throwing out the oldies but goodies to scare people into voting Democrat. And, and you know, the one person that I heard that really, really sent up my, my spidey senses was, that? was um, Majority Leader um, Chuck U. Schumer. Oh! Uh, did you hear what he said? Oh, my God. Okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to play what he said. And if this was any Republican that said what used these words... To talk about the uh, a Supreme Court, a, a, a leftist Supreme Court justice, he'd be calling for all type of things to happen to any Republican that says this. I want you, I want to, I want you to hear this, and I want to get your your analysis on this, Vilan. Here we go. If this report is accurate, the Supreme Court is poised to inflict the greatest restriction of rights in the past fifty years, not just on women, 
but on all Americans. Under this decision, our children will have less rights than their parents. These guys. The Republican appointed justices reported votes to overturn Roe v. Wade will go down as an abomination. One of the worst, most damaging decisions in modern history. Well, it shouldn't have never stayed at the court level. It should have went back to the states way back when. When, when, when Joe Biden in 1982 w- w- was, was voted to overturn Review A. Did you know that? Yeah. You know, T- Tucker Carlson called him out on it. It's like, hey, Biden, don't forget in 1982, you know, what you're saying, the words, the incendiary words that you're using. And before we go to break, I really want to get, get the next part of Chucky e. Schumer's um, quote out. Listen. Several of these conservative justices who are in no way accountable to the American people, have lied to the U.S. Senate, ripped up the Constitution, and defiled both precedent and the Supreme Court's reputation, all at the expense of tens of millions of women who could soon be stripped of their bodily autonomy and the constitutional rights they've relied on for over half a century. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. Do you agree with what Chuck U. Schumer just, just said? That, this is an abomination. That statement irks me to death because it's not a constitutional right. It's right. a precedent. It's not a constitutional oh, right. There you go. Ah, well, whatever. <laughs> Porky Pig, there All you right, go. All right, whatever. <laughs> but but, but, but if, if, if they would have allowed it back then to go to, through the proper chains, and they've had how many years to file a bill when Obama was president? I mean, they had they've had the House and the Senate for how many decades prior to Mitt, uh, um, uh, what's our guy um, Newt Gingrich coming in with the New Deal? With I mean, with the Contract of America, they had decades to come out and and, and make it happen. Where were they? Where, where where were they? Why didn't they push anything to, anything through then? Why? No, they're they're, they're comfortable with the decision. Yeah, comfortable. Of course they are. And and when it goes back to him threatening somebody, that's nothing new. You 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 haven't forgotten him threatening Go- Gorsuch, did you? Right. He threatened yeah. him. Yeah. I don't know. I, it it just completely is made. Let's go to the phone lines. Eric and Merrill's Brock. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hey, sir. Thank you so much for taking my call. No problem. I what? just wanted to make mention and comment on how, with each tactic that the left keeps pulling on us, it's almost impossible for me to see down the road come election season. Uh, and this whole thing with this bullying of the justices, I mean, this is their version of an October surprise. Yeah. What's next? Right. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling, Eric. Uh, this was done to, to rile up the base. They knew, they knew, they knew the cards were stacked against them. They knew this. And, and whoever did that, prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. Well, I heard about it. it if you could prosecute him to the full extent of the law, the most that might happen is they'll lose their law license or whatever. Good. But that's about Good it. Good for him. But you know what? This will die down before November. We have a short-term memory. No, they won't. This, no not for them. Not the issue. They will keep talking about it, but w- would it be a top issue for voters by November? I don't think so. I think they're going to overplay their hand with it. Yeah. Though. I yeah. really believe the, 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 the left, because that's what leftists do. They, go, they, they hard charge so much that they, they miss out on... on, 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 on Putting their plan in action. But that's what we want. Well, we yeah. want them to put their pedal to the metal so they can upset the American people to the fullest extent, and they're going to lose so bad. Yeah. You, you, they all understand how bad they're going to lose in November. <laughs> it's going to be a butt-whooping for Ooh. real. And, and, I, I, and we have a front, front row seat 
yes. to this whipping that's getting ready to open up on, on, on those on the left. Because I've been going across this state, and I've been going across, and I've been listening to the people. Guess what? This what? issue, even I was at an event last night. This event, this issue is not at the top of people's list. No. You know, hey, you're listening to the Sean Thompson Show. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. We'll be right back. AM560, the answer. Red. Red. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony, host of Black and White Radio, filling in for Sean Thompson, who's at, hanging out with the 45th president of the United States of America. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, He's, down at He's down at Mar-a-Lago. Um, they're um, watching the um, Dinesh D'Souza, 2000 Mules. I can't wait to see that movie mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, you know, we weren't able to make that argument. We were not able to make that argument because social media, big tech, and the media shut down people from having that discussion. So nobody could have that discussion about what actually was going on at that time with when, when it came to uh, the November elections. Um, but, you know, I want to talk about, real quick, I want to shift to Illinois. Because uh, I listened to uh, Governor Pritzker and I listened to Lori Lightfoot, and I'm going to play audio from Pritzker, what, what he had to say, and also what the mayor had to say. And we got, we got um, the Bishop of Truth, who's just joined the Cesar LaFleur. Here to save this show. Oh, here to save this show. Oh, get a light. But I, I want you to listen to Pritzker. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play it all, but I listen to what Pritzker had to say. Illinois is already an island in the Midwest that protects women and protects minority rights. Um, at, but we've seen thousands of women here who've been left with no other choice than to cross state lines into Illinois to exercise their rights. Well, they've been doing that. Uh, Illinois had over 36,000 abortions in 2020. 9,000 plus of those were from out of state. So they've already been doing that. This decision does not affect Illinois, because Illinois has has already passed an abortion bill that will protect the women's rights. Am I right, Bishop? Yeah, absolutely right, because that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's why, you know, we're moving this stain off of our country and bringing it back to the states, where the states get an opportunity to make a decision about what they want to accept in their states. Right. And so if you live in a state that doesn't have abortion, you have the freedom to move to another state right. that has abortion. Just leave your politics there. But yeah, that's absolutely right. <laughs> but, you know, to, to have this uh, Supreme Court decision misleading people, yeah. undermining, you know, the sanctity of life, and saying they do it another color of law, right. I think it's one of the greatest things that have happened recently when somebody made a decision and, that we're going to overturn And doesn't that. it make you mad that they're always using the poor, oh, black people, black people can't, black people can't. We're always the victim. We're always the victim in, yeah. these, in these type of circumstances. Why? And, 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 and I don't understand why black people continue to allow them to be abused like that. They have, that's the price of admission to the Democrat Party so they can get whatever agenda that they want across the finish line. Correct. And so they always say, well, black people are pro- uh, the proportionate poor of the nation. Right. So we're, we're yeah, always... Yeah, but we it's not too many of us, though. So how... Uh, I, I know a bunch of white poor people. I know a bunch of Latino poor people. Yeah. But for, for some reason, the black poor, the black I can't do for myself always sticks out so much more than everybody else. And, and it sickens me. That's the reason why I left the plantation. Well, it's That's an, why I left it. It's an emotional trigger for white liberals. 
uh, in order to be able to say, oh, wow, look at these poor oh. black people. They have no way to be able to affect their lives. And so, yeah, we got to protect them. Right. And they always do that. They always say, like I heard uh, Amy Klobuchar saying, the people who are going to be hurt by this the most are the black and brown oh, women. God. I said, no, those are the people who are going to be helped Help the, most the most because abortion disproportionately affects the black community. Yeah. Did you know in Georgia, there are 30 percent of the population is black? Yeah. 62% of the abortions are done on black and brown people. Because of where, they, where are the locations? Where are most of these locations? Absolutely. In, in urban in, centers. In urban, urban centers. Yeah. And I thought about that. I said, man, you know, all the time we are getting rid of what could be our richest treasure. Yes. The future. We are, <sighs> we are eliminating the next black president. We're yes. eliminating the scientists. We're eliminating, uh, you know, some wonderful people and all they would contribute to society. Well, yeah. let's, take it, let's take it a step further. Throughout the United States, let's take the United States as a whole. Out of 100%, 34% of all abortions are by black women. That's almost 40%. And that's intentional. And that's of intentional, of, of course. course it is. So, hey, but, but listen, I look at 25 Minutes of the View and others. Oh, other I couldn't stations. watch it today. I could not watch Just it. Just so you won't have to. Thank so you me, so much. So let me present. Thank you. Their, their, what they have to say. Well, they want it to be. They want abortion to be safe, safe and healthy for women. And they say when you pass the decision, and it's only like thirteen states that's going to give abortion. Now, how are these poor women going to be able to get abortions or get health care? Because because they won't be be able to because of this law. But that's law. a lie. Let's be, we're speaking for specifically for the state of Illinois and, and, and other states that have already, um, California, New York, places like that, they will be. Guess what? You heard what I just said. 36,000 abortions in Illinois in, in 2020, 9,000 plus yeah. were from out-of-state people. But how's some poor woman from Oklahoma going to get her to get an abortion? Well, well, here's the deal. Uh, organizations like Planned Parenthood have intentionally place their locations for abortion in black and brown communities yeah. within walking distance. Yeah. 76% of their facilities are located where there's walking access from black and brown communities because they're selling abortions I, to black. I right. understand it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, <laughs> it's, 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 it's maddening and it's sickening. Uh, let's go to Michael on the South side. Michael, welcome to the Sean Thompson show. Hi, good afternoon, John. Good, good afternoon. afternoon Verlon. How's uh, it going? Thank you for taking my call. Things are sweet. How are you guys? All right. Well, Verlon, I'm glad you had a good vacation. <laughs> Thanks so, a lot. Uh, so am, am, am I the only one who thinks that political committed an ethical breach by publishing a draft of an opinion? <laughs> no, I I would think, I mean, why would you do that? You know, but, 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 but Michael, you have to understand the new age in which we're in when it comes to the media. There is no thing. There's no such thing as ethical. They don't, they don't, they can care less because you heard what that person said. This was the story of, of a lifetime. So because it was a story of a lifetime, they went and did it and didn't care. They didn't care. They don't this these these new journalists. I, I love I love when I have Charles Thomas on, former ABC Seven reporter, because uh, he he takes these these media. Thanks so much for calling, Michael. He takes these media people to task because he's like, what he's seeing today. He said when he came through journalism school, one of the first things they learned is, is was 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 all about the ethics of journalism. Mm-hmm. Do they teach that today? Apparently not. It doesn't look <laughs> like it. It doesn't exist. Well, they think they're saving the country. Yeah. They think they think they're saving the country. They think this is a groundbreaking issue, and they need to be the fir- the, the person, the savior. Right. You know, actually, if we got time, I, when you first 
asked me to come and talk about this issue, my first reaction was, I don't think we should talk about it at all. Right. Because I looked at it as a de- deliberate political ploy in order to be able to try to stir up their base. Yeah. But I know it needs to be talked oh, it, about. It, it, it yeah. definitely needs to be talked about. And that's why I'm so glad. That's why I called you guys in. Because I know we're three people that are not afraid to speak the truth. And we're not afraid of anybody coming out and, 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 and trying to, you know, dox us or, or, or cancel us because we don't care. Because the truth needs to be told. Uh, you listen to the Sean Thompson Show. Uh, I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean. We'll be right back. AM560, the answer. Song stolen from Marvin Gaye. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. <laughs> Look at the line. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson, host of the hit radio show heard every Saturday from 12 to 3, black and right. With John Anthony and that guy, those beady eyes I'm looking at, Milan, the troublemaker. Uh, you know that was, you know that was some issues with that song with the Marvin Gaye folks with that. Oh yeah, yeah, Marvin Gaye wasn't. Uh, no, what's your guy name? Well, George George wait. Michaels and is it Michaels again? Uh, yeah, Michaels. <laughs> we didn't say Michael back oh, in the day. Okay, George Michael and boy George, don't forget. About oh whatever. You know, you know Phil Collins. You, you didn't you didn't respond to my tweet about Phil Collins is better than George Michael. Never. Please. His voice could never carry. George Michael, man. His what voice, happened? you know Phil, Phil Collins sold it. He didn't Moving really along. sing. Moving on. Moving along. Oh, look, oh <laughs> look at the bishop. Bishop looking at you like you got a problem. Bishop, you got a serious problem. Bishop, really quickly. Really quickly. Marvin Gaye. Yes. Or George Michael. Marvin Gaye. <sighs> who, who, you lost your black card, Villan. Who would say anything different than Villan. that? Villan, you, you know, I called you a rhino. <laughs> I think you are Nino. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can't say that on air, though. <laughs> I like that, though. Um, you know, guys, you, you you see what's happening in the world today. The abortion. You know, I guess a, 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 con- a congressman filed a bill uh, to make the abortion the land of the law, mm-hmm. to cover it federally. Um, when you see stuff like that, you know, introduced in Congress, I think I think about the people that are serving in Congress and the people that we need to be sending to Congress. And I saw this young kid one time. He was he came to LaSalle County. And I promise you, I, I got a nickname for him. Gino the Soul Train Young. Because when you look at this I kid, swear. he reminds me of Don of a young Don Cornelius, I man. <laughs> um but but he's a fighter. Um he, he's he's a he was initially gonna run for the sixteenth congressional district. Because he was fed up with, with some of the things that he saw with Adam Kinzinger mm-hmm. and some of the decisions that Kinzinger made, you know, especially, you know, especially when he when he started calling out the voters mm-hmm. and started calling, you know, Trumpers, Trump, Trump people, all type of names. Um, you know, he should have never done that. You know, he went to St. Rita of Kaskia High School, uh, graduated from St. Xavier University. And he's just he's somebody he comes from a long line of preachers. That's right. Bishop. I know. Uh, Gino Young, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hello, thanks for having me. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing very well, sir, and I appreciate the, um, the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you like that that nickname, Soul Train, baby? <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. You know, I, 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 I've, I've been watching you. I've been watching some of the things that you post. Um, when I look at a kid from the south side of Chicago, from, from the city of Chicago, who lives in the city of Chicago, uh, wanting to run up against the behemoth of uh, the Bobby Rush machine, the um, Magnetic machine is still in operation. He may not be, you know, as prominent in it, 
But you're going to be running against a, a tall order. I mean, you got Jesse Jackson's um, son, senior son running, Jonathan Jackson running. I think Pat Dahl's, Dahl's in that race. Um, oh, yeah. You got a, a couple other strong Democrat voters. Do you have a primary in this race? Do you have a primary? I, I do. I have um, four other Republicans. Good Lord. So he, he, what, I, what I always like to do, I, I, whenever I get people that are running for office, because your your opponents, should you win, especially should you win the, the primary, your opponents can define you through attack ads. I always like for the voter and for people to hear who the voter is, I mean, who the candidate is, without all the gotcha questions and things of that nature. But So why should those who are listening who reside in the 1st Congressional District, why should they choose Geno Young over the other four candidates? Um, well, very simple, sir. The reason why they should choose me is because I have a clear-cut plan if you go to my website, you'll see I have a contract with America, and that's something that's missing. Um, for many years, specifically in the 1st District of Illinois, we've had 86 years of Democratic rule, and nothing has changed. We've had the worst representation. We've had people who, frankly, do not care. Um, if, you, if you go down to around um, um, Manhattan, over in that area, Bobby Rush, he was supposed to come down there because down there they're building something called North Point that no one wants. I know. No one wants North Point. Yeah. But Bobby Rush was supposed to come down there and visit with the people. He didn't come. He came in a helicopter, flew over, um, flew over the land, and did not meet with anyone. So that's the type of out-of-touch, um, just, you know, leadership that we do not need. And we've had so much of that. What sets me apart is that I have a clear-cut plan, and I'm all about fiscal responsibility and restoring our republic through common-sense conservatism, which is timeless. Uh, sir, how you doing? My name is Verlon Galloway. I want to ask you. What are your top issues that you fight for that you think could resonate with voters that would take you across the finish line and win this race? Yes, sir. Well, the first thing I'm, I'm all about is making sure that we reinstate our energy independence because once that's done, gas prices will fall and every single thing you buy in the store will fall as well. Joe Biden told a, a massive lie. He said that if he made less than $400,000 a year, he would, not raise your, um, he would not raise your taxes. Well, at almost 10% inflation now, that's a, almost 10% tax on every single thing you buy in the store, and it's absolutely ridiculous. That's one of the main things I want to do. I'm also really big on, um, on um, school choice and education reform. I'm huge on the Second Amendment and also um, border security because um, specifically in the black community, the, um, the influx of, of the invasion that we're having coming over our border, they're taking a lot of those entry-level um, jobs in the black community and those undocumented, um, those illegal immigrants that are taking entry-level jobs that could be going to better serve our community to get people, you know, off the street and, and to provide upward mobility, not a handout, but a way for them to make um, a way for themselves. And I think that's very powerful. That's what we need right now. Well, I want to fo- I, I focus on one thing you said, educational reform. What does that entail, in your words? Um, it, it entails um, school choice so that if your child is in a failing school, the money can follow the child to a place of the parent's choice where their minds can thrive. So we won't have children trapped into our failing institutions. Okay, yeah. right. sir. I, I met you at an event right before Christmas, and after yeah. I got over the, you know, I said, "Wow, this guy looks like a young soul brother from yeah. back, from back in the day." <laughs> I was really, really impressed by your wisdom. You know, Winston Churchill said, "If you are uh, not a liberal when you're young, you have no heart. But if you're not a conservative when you're older, you have no brain, you yeah. have no mind." And I looked at your age, and I said, "This is the wisdom." coming out of this young man. How did you become a young black brother on the South Side who turned out to be a conservative? You there? Gino, you there? I think we lost him. What? Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go, Gino. Go ahead. Did you hear the question? Okay. 
I, yeah, I heard the question. All right, go ahead. Um, it's actually really interesting, the story, how that happened, because I wasn't always conservative. You know, coming from the south side of Chicago, I always grew up learning, you know, that Republicans are racist or this, that, mm-hmm. and other thing. And I, I believed all that stuff, you know, all through high school. I would get into debates with people, you know, trying to defend Obama for what he had done, and not even knowing what I was talking about, but just, you know, just, just speaking what I heard maybe from my family on, or, or maybe on the television or something like that. But where I found my conservatism was when I actually stopped and I looked at the policies that were being put in place and realized how they negatively affected um, all communities, not just the black community, but specifically our community. And when I, when I looked at that, and President Trump in 2016 when he was running, he, he said this, you all may remember, he said, what do you have to lose? He was speaking specifically to the black community. Yeah. What do you have to lose? You go to the worst schools, you have the worst everything, you have the worst um, services, you have the worst every single thing. What do you have to lose? Take a chance. And at first I was taken back by that statement because I was like, you know, how, how dare you say that? But it was so powerful. Mm-hmm. And that's what really helped me find my conservatism. I was already on the fence that, because I was already considering him. But that's how I found my conservatism. And then I began to um, self-educate myself. Um, when I went to um, college, you know, I had a lot of professors who were kind. And, but, and, but I really found that a lot of the students there were not open to different ideas. And that's why I decided to take a leave of absence from that, and I really began to self-educate myself. And that's how I found my conservatism. I would read Mark Levin. I would listen to um, different conservative commentaries. And then um, I found a friend down in, um, in um, Waveland, Mississippi. He goes by the name oh. of Professor Toto. And that's how <laughs> I really found a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of my um, conservative values yeah. really stem from that, just by educating myself. It all comes from within. Well, it comes from God, but it all came from within, really. Yeah. I didn't get that from around here. I certainly didn't <laughs> That's the truth, because I'm from Chicago, so I definitely understand. Gino, we got about 30 <laughs> seconds. Where can people find you? Uh, you, you? Do you need help with the campaign? Do you have a website? Do you have social media platforms where people can follow you and find I you and help? Um, I, I, need, I need all the help I can get. Um, volunteers, people willing to put down signs, um, knock on doors to help me out in any way. You can find me um, at Gino for Congress on Facebook and Twitter, um, at Gino for Congress on um, Gitter. You can find me now on Truth Social at Gino Young as well as www.genoyoung.com. That's G-E-N-O-Y-O-U-N-G.com. Hey, Gino, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to extend this offer to you to come out Saturday with me and the Troublemaker. Maybe the bishop will be there Saturday to come on at my show give you more time and uh, have you come into the studio and we can really dive into your, what you're doing and what you're trying to do and how you're trying to bring more black people to the south side of Chicago and to vote for Republicans. So thanks so much for joining us. Gino Young running for the first congressional district. Uh, you're listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean. We'll be right back. AM 560. The answer. Hey. There we go. You should have played that for Gino. All right. <laughs> we should have played that when Gino was on. <laughs> hey. I like this whole please. You don't know that. All right. Pistol Pete playing the music. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony. Filling in for Sean Thompson, who's down um, pre watching the probably, probably started already. The uh, 2,000 Mules put on by um, Dinesh D'Souza. Yes, yes. I cannot wait. Are you going to go to Joliet and watch it? I won't be able to, but I really want to see it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be great. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. David from Round Lake, thanks so much for holding. Hi. Hi, John. Good to hear you. Good to talk to you, and thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Um, just two quick comments. Um, Chuck Schumer's response to the leaked um, judicial decision or whatever that was actually called He's accusing conservatives of exactly what he's guilty of. It seems like that's what they do all the time. They accuse the conservative side 
of what the Democrats are guilty of. Yep. Plain and simple. That, that's what they do. That's what... And the second thing. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So the second thing is with the law, if it, uh, if the uh, constitutional, the, the, the stance of the uh, Supreme Court right now changes, the only thing I have concerned about is the baby is a life. Yeah. It only needs to be clarified. It doesn't need to be. Nothing needs to be amended. Nothing needs to be changed. The baby should be protected by the Constitution. So it shouldn't even go back to the states, in my perspective, is that a life needs to be protected, period. Yeah, I agree. Thanks so much for That's calling, it. David. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for holding. Thank you very much. All right. He's right, though. Absolutely. Um, uh, wait, I, I, I'm, I'm looking for the... Uh, so and it, it, I found this audio clip, um, and I sent it to Bunny, and I want... Uh, well, I want to play this. I know you look at you, little beady eyes. I know what you're thinking. Um, but I want you to hear this. Watch how this pro-life person catches up the pro, pro-choice person. Listen to this real quick. I just want to read you this poster that I have um, because I hear a lot of pro-lifers um, say that Watch life word. begins at conception. Watch this word. So my poster reads, life begins when you understand living women matter more than potential babies. <gasps> Oh, see the word she just used? What is it? What do you mean? If it's a potential baby, what is inside of a woman? It's a fetus. Is it living? No. How can it grow if it's not living? Actually, actually, that's like saying if an acorn is a tree. When does the fetus become living? Um, that's actually a good question. <laughs> but that line, yeah, Always of course, because you don't know it. Because it's oh, living. Oh. It's living. You're fundamentally denying science to validate you, your... You, you, you actively, you actively deny science. I think that was Kristen Mercer Hawkins yes. from Students for Life. That's it, that's her. That's my girl, yeah. man. She is a, she's yeah. a power pack. All right, I see those beady eyes over there. So let's go to Mitchell. Mitchell, everybody take a deep breath because this man is getting ready to go. Go. What's up, Mitchell? Hey, what's up there, Team Aries, Team <laughs> uh, Taurus? Um, uh, I love that you guys are feeling it. It's awesome. Thank um, you. I can't agree with you more, but I like to bring this to your attention. You got to keep in mind, you got to be more concerned about the leak. Yes, okay? that's right. And yes. how egregious yes. that was. People are annoyed about Watergate. Those are all CIA guys that couldn't stand Nixon. This is the, this was so perpetrated during an election cycle, right, uh, John? To yep. do one thing, to raise the base, because you, you said it perfectly. It's all going to be based on the states, yep. okay? 43, George W. Bush, on his second term, when he was on one of those talk shows like ABC, when he was running for re-election, he goes, I'm not going to get into an academic debate about abortion or pro-choice. I'm going to leave it up to the states. And that was it. It was yeah. a perfect response because instead of us focusing on Illinois and all the deaths and the crime and all this, what I call a ridiculous <laughs> amount of property taxes, this is the biggest red herring in the world. And it's a manipulation, the manipulation factor, John, T. Mary, this fires me up when I heard this because this is all BS. It is. It's the biggest red herring in our political cycle to manipulate what I call these radical leftists that don't have a clue what they're talking about. Come on, now, Mitchell. Biggest, 20, no, 20, 20 seconds, Mitchell, because I know you can get it out. All right. The bottom line is this. Do not buy into this, okay? We got to listen. It comes down to one thing. 
the state of Wisconsin, Illinois, is never going to basically have the opportunity to reverse Roe versus Wade. So stop crying in your soup. Instead of JB, why don't you put your fork down, focus on losing some oh, weight, no. and getting out of office, okay? That oh. is the bottom line. Go ahead, Mitchell. Mitchell, my man. Mitchell. That's <laughs> my guy. He's ready to go. That's my guy. Man, he's, I, I, I always love when he call in. Hey, you listening to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson. Don't go anywhere. Hour number two coming up. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson, host of the hit Saturday show, Black and White Radio, heard every Saturday from 12 to 3. Uh, if you missed that first hour, go over to the 560theanswer.com, download the podcast, Sean Thompson Show, and you, I mean, that was a that was a pretty good, pretty good hour. Uh, I think um, the Troublemaker, we got a Red Velvet sighting song, <laughs> Troublemaker, and the Bishop of Truth also joining us in studio. Uh, as you guys know, as you've seen what's been happening in the news about um, the Supreme Court, the leak and all that and, and things of that nature, uh, one of the things that I wanted to do, because I think sometimes people really don't understand the importance of the judiciary. Uh, I have this thing, anytime I talk about the judges, I always say flip the ballot, because so many people don't flip the ballot. The undervote, I believe the number was 20-some percent, of there's an undervote of 20 percent Every election when it comes to the judges, because people don't know them. They don't know their platforms. They don't know what they believe in. And one of the things that I really want to do is start highlighting the judges. I think what we just lived through for the last two and a half years, judges not wanting to take up cases. Um, You look at what happened with the J6. You look at what happened with the elections. uh, You have to get principled judges who are willing to take a stand and say, you know what? Enough is enough. I mean, that's why I'm a huge fan. Everybody know fan. Fan. Man, I got I got your itis over there, Flan. Uh-huh. <laughs> a Pokey huge flan. Flan. Uh, I'm thinking about flying. No, I'm just kidding. But but we need principal judges who are willing to make those those tough decisions and not concerned about winning the next election. Because you know, here in Illinois, we elect our Supreme Court justices. We elect our appellate court justices. I personally wish we didn't. We didn't. But then again, if we appointed them, depending on what the party in power mm-hmm. and a place like Illinois. <laughs> that would be trouble. Uh, but that's one of the reasons why I, I saw an article from the Washington Times about our next guest. Um, he's a he's a judge. Um, I didn't know he was a pilot. I mean, I'm like, what does this man not do? Love the he, he was also a banker be- initially, a, an attorney for a bank before he 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 became a judge as well. And he's over in the, in Kane County, I believe it's the twenty. The sixteenth, the sixteenth judicial, judicial circuit. circuit. Right. Um, that voice you hear is Judge John Novarini. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. I, I appreciate you coming on. You know, um, as, as, I, as, as I, you and I have had these discussions about the importance of the judiciary, how, the, how is your campaign going about e- e- explaining and, and, and exposing more people to the importance, of, the importance of voting for, especially the Supreme Court? I know you can't talk about, you know, 
the uh, so the uh, abortion issue because that may land before you should you win um, and become uh, Illinois Supreme Court justice. You can't talk about that because that may come before you. And I don't want anybody out there, you know, and, and your opponents and anything because you've had some nasty stuff going on with you already with opponents with the Illinois State Bar Association. But explain to the people why the judiciary is important and why should the the individuals I live in the second um, of the Illinois Supreme Court. Why should they vote for you instead of your opponent? All right. Uh, why the uh, judiciary is so important, especially in this cycle, the Illinois Supreme Court uh, has two seats, two open seats, the second district and the third district. Now, the second district, which is what we are in, has been Republican uh, forever. Uh, just, just recently, this last year, the Democrats came in and they gerrymandered the second judicial mm-hmm. district. Now it consists of Lake First County. time in decades, right? First time, probably the last 50 years. Yeah. Lake County, McHenry County, Kane, Kendall, and DeKalb. That's the second judicial district. Prior to it being gerrymandered, it went up from Lake Michigan all the way out to Iowa. Wow. The Democrats took all the Republican precincts and counties west of McHenry County out of the district. Wow. It used to probably be 60-40 Republican. Now it's probably 54 or 55-45 Democrat. Wow. Do you hear that, man? So it's been, it's been gerrymandered. Do you hear that? I heard it, yes. <laughs> So, no, he was finishing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. Jeff. So it's important. If we could, uh, you know, you, you think of the year 1964, you know, we were at the beginning of the Vietnam War. Uh, Lyndon Johnson was president. Otto Kerner, our first mm-hmm. governor to go to jail, was governor. Yeah. Uh, Richard Daley was mayor of Chicago. Richard J. Daley, the father. That's how long the Democrats have controlled the Illinois Supreme Court. Wow. They've either had a four to three majority or a five to two majority. Yeah. We have an opportunity in this cycle. If we could hang on to the second, yeah. it's not going to be easy, but if we could hang on to the second and then take the third, the third was Democrat, is Democrat, uh, we could then have a four to three Republican, hopefully conservative, majority on the Supreme Court of Illinois. Right. And so why should the for people For the first vote time for, since 1964. Right. So why should the people vote for John, Judge John Overini to, 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 to make that happen, to take back for the first time since, 19, what's that, 1970? 1964. Right, 1964. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been in the legal profession for uh, going on 35 years. I've been sitting on the bench in Kane County, 16th Judicial Circuit, for 14 years. Uh, I've had a variety of calls. i got a, a broad range of experience. I was presiding judge of the Family Law Division, presiding judge of the Criminal Law Division, where I presided over close to 100 criminal jury trials. I've been presiding judge of the Probate Court, the Guardianship Court, the Traffic Court, and the Mental Health Court. Wow. I've had a broad range of experience on the court. Uh, I've enjoyed my time on the bench. It's been a privilege and honor to wear the robe and serve the people of Illinois. Your Honor, obviously you believe that the integrity of the court is important. In fact, probably one of the reasons why you're running. And I believe it's necessary for the people to have faith in the integrity of the people on the court who are going to be rendering judgments one way or the other against us. How much damage do you think is happening to the courts based on this leak, the intimidation of the Supreme Court justices through this public display? And how would you inoculate yourself for being pressured from outside influences from making the right choices? Right. Uh, it's, it has damaged the integrity of the court. This, this leak uh, is this not good for the courts, not good for the uh, judiciary in general. It's not good for our country. Yeah. Uh, the person that leaked this should be at least fired. And if, and if a law was broken, then should be prosecuted yeah. for this. This is this is really bad. This is <sighs> terrible. It is. I have two questions for you. Yes, sir. Now, having the background that you've had, What's more dangerous, being a banker or airplane pilot? <laughs> a banker. <laughs> a banker. I, I knew he was going to say that. But, um, uh. but I, I, I do want to hear, we were talking off air, I do want to hear 
living here in Illinois, I want to hear about these bullies that has approached you and tried to get you to side with their agenda. Yeah, you're talking about the uh, ISB, Illinois State Bar Association incident. Yeah, that's what he's talking right. about. They they put out a questionnaire. They they you know they want the judges to answer these questions. I looked at the questions. Some of them were. I, don't know, I think John. Can, have, you want me to read them? Yeah, why don't you go? Okay, ahead. one of them says. Uh, do you belong to any social business or social clubs, organizations, unions, or associations with which use race, gender, sexual orientation, or national origin as a basis for determining memberships or the privileges of membership? If so, please use a separate attachment re- referencing paragraph five. And then here's another one: How important? How important is it to you to have inclusion from people of a different race, color, religion, sex, national origins, ancestry, age, marital status. I get, I'm getting tired of reading yeah. it. Physical or mental disability, military status, or sexual orientation that, than you as a lawyer and a judge in the legal profession. Yeah, well, there's a third. There's a third. Uh, there's that's, one. There is one more. Oh, what efforts have you made? Is this what you're talking about? Yeah. What efforts have you made in, in your community to include people of a different race, color, religions, and of the same thing, sex, right. national or, or, or origin, ancestry, age, um... Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's the same basic question. Look, I'm a judge. People, anybody that walks into my court, I don't care who it is, what they are, who they are, or who they think they are, uh, they get treated the same. You know, justice is blind. Uh, justice is supposed to be blind. Yeah. So I treat everybody equally. That's that's how I look at it. That's yeah. how I look at my job. I'm impartial. I listen to both sides. I make a decision. Yeah. I don't care what you are, who you are. Right. It does, doesn't matter, and it shouldn't matter. Right. Nothing. No, uh, no, not, none of the identitarian aspects of that right. should matter whatsoever. Right. And getting back to your question. So they ask these questions, which I think are, you know, they're very left-leaning. They're kind of gotcha questions. Uh, and then they, they put in there, if you don't answer these questions, we're not going to recommend you. Right? To me, that's a threat. That's yeah. intimidation. intimidation. That's bullying. Mm-hmm. And I'm a judge, and I'm not going to be intimidated. I'm not going to let anybody threaten me. I'm not going to let anybody bully me. Yeah. Now, if these guys would have pulled that in my court, right. I would have held them in contempt and locked them up. <laughs> and Serious. they know this. Right. <laughs> and they know this. It's a badge of honor, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I, this I, is a badge of honor. Right. I, I'm not seeking, I'm not asking, I'm, I'm not seeking an endorsement from the ISBA. I think it's inappropriate. Yeah. This is a lawyer's association. They have their own agenda. They, they, want, their, they, they, they want their people, they want certain people on the Supreme Court. This, this is obvious. Yeah. And I never understood judges that are members of the I, ISBA. Yeah. We're judges. We shouldn't be, you know, there's got to be a separation between lawyers and judges. Yeah, it, it really is. We, we have an Illinois Judges Association. I'm a member of the Illinois Judges Association. But I'm not a member, and I never will be a member of the uh, ISBA as long as I'm a judge. Now, did they send out any any questionnaires to the Illinois Judges Association? No, they oh. they, they wouldn't do that. Oh, really? That, no. See, that, and that that's how it should be. But this is what the left does. Yeah, they they, they try to intimidate you, they try to bully you, uh, they try to, they threaten you, and and at the end they try to cancel you. And that's what ISBA is trying to do: cancel yeah. me. And we're going to give you a not recommended rating because you won't answer our questions. Wow, that's inappropriate. Well, Judge, can you stay for one more brief segment? Sure. Okay. Uh, because I, I got a couple more questions. BDI's have a couple more questions too. Because he's looking over. See, I can only see his eyes because of the commun- the, the, the the monitors in my way. So all I see is his eyes just looking at me. Hey, you listening to the Sean Thompson Show? We're talking with Judge John Novarini, who's running for the Illinois Supreme Court Second District. Um, we'll be right back. AM five sixty. The answer. Oh, oh man! All right, Pistol Pete. You clowning up there today, Pistol Pete? DJ Pete now. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony, filling in for Tom- Sean Thompson, who's down watching right now the 2000 Mules put on, directed by none other than Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, trying to get him on the show to interview him about, about 2000 uh, Mules. He said he'd come on, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, Judge, 
when when you look at you know all of this as far as the Illinois Supreme Court give me give 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 a 1 minute 1 minute blurb about just how important it is and why people really need to get out and vote for John Novarini. I want to give you that. Thank you. Thank you, John. Um, again, as I mentioned, uh, Democrats control the House. They control the Senate. They control the governor's seat. Uh, they control the Illinois Supreme Court, as, again, as I mentioned, since 1964. They also control the uh, circuit and appellate courts in Cook County. They're coming after the uh, uh, circuit and appellate courts in the Collar Counties. And the way they're doing this is by creating what they call sub-circuits within the circuit. So they create sub-circuits, and they gerrymander these sub-circuits yeah. so that only a Democrat can win. Uh, and so once they get control of the Collar Counties, and then they get the appellate court, and, and they get, like I mentioned, they already have the Supreme Court. Uh, so why is it important? We need uh, conservative judges that are going to follow the law, follow the Constitution, not, not legislate from the bench. Uh, and it's not about party. No, it's right. Not, it's about your. I always say, ask a judge what is your judicial philosophy. I'm an originalist. I, I I believe it's it's inappropriate to legislate from the bench. It's inappropriate to be a judicial activist. Yeah, you follow the law. Okay, and you said you'll take a call, right? Sure. Let's go to Kevin. Kevin from Austin. Welcome to the Thanks Sean Thompson Show. Judge, I, I commend you guys for having a. Uh, uh, John on the show, and uh, or Judge, right, I'm sorry, <laughs> on the show. Most people don't pay attention to this stuff, right. so I think it's fantastic. John, how important is it that people get involved in local politics to make sure that candidates such as yourself, a Republican, who, you know, did you go to John Carroll or Loyola, or where would you go to law school? Uh, well, undergrad, I went to the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. My graduate is Northeastern Illinois University history major, or history uh, master's. And then I went to uh, IIT Chicago Kent College of Law. Oh, that's awesome! All right, Kent, great, great school. So you know a lot of these guys that you went, you grew up with, and they got their you know bus, they got their jobs from being state attorneys and stuff like that. Anyhow, so you know how it you know how it works. How important is it for uh, people in Cook County, especially, but Illinois generally, uh, to get involved locally so they can make sure that they flip the ballot and vote for you? And that's you know, if, the more people that get involved, the more they, they see the importance not only of this, but all of it. So yeah. to get people, to get Republicans like it. Oh, that's, that's very important. Thank you so much for your call, Kevin. Yeah, thank you. It's very important. Uh, get involved at local level. Precinct, you think in Chicago, they got precinct captains. We got precinct committeemen in the uh, Collar Counties. Uh, 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 school boards, uh, village boards. Uh, it's very important. We get uh, Republicans into these positions. Yeah. Judge, one of my concerns is crime. In your view, why do you think crime's trending upward in Chicago? Well, not only Chicago, but whatever. It all goes back. I, I've been in, I've been in uh, sitting on the bench for 14 years, and I, I can tell you what it is. I mean, look at your, your jails, look at your prisons. A majority of the, the guys in, in these jails and prisons are from homeless without a father. The problem mm. is fatherlessness. Uh-oh. Man, Bishop. That's the problem. Nobody wants to say it, but I'll say it. The problem is fatherlessness. Yeah. Uh, these kids are, are, are being raised in homes where there's no father, there's no accountability. Nobody's saying stay in school or you know go out and get a summer job. They're not learning. You know, my dad uh, worked for 40 years. 
every morning I'd see him get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. And that's how you learn a work ethic. Mm-hmm. You watch somebody get up and you go to work. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some days, well, I, don't go, but I can't imagine saying, Dad, I'm not going to go to school. Yeah. You know, that would be a short uh, conversation. <laughs> well, first, first of all, thank you for having the courage to say that because that's something that needs to be said over and over again. That's people always looking for what's the solution to crime. We need right. to solve these. these right. Things. I heard a preacher say once, uh, mm-hmm. you want to stop crime, stop raising criminals. There mm-hmm. you go. That's right. Yeah. So, but back to this abortion thing, and I know you can't talk about abortion specifically, but whenever we see these nomination hearings for Supreme Court justices, that term starry decisis always come up. Mm-hmm. And I guess that means that mm-hmm. law is settled. So right. we don't want to talk about that anymore. And I only hear it brought up when it comes down to abortion. And I've never seen so much protest to uphold bad law. What's right. some other examples of bad law that people are okay uh, with? Well, number of, you go back to 1850, I'm a history, level history, 1858 Dred Scott case. Supreme Court got that one wrong. Yeah. And what happened? Sparked the Civil War. Yeah. 600,000 Americans died as a result. You can look at uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, mm-hmm. 1896, gave us... Uh, Separate but equal. Mm-hmm. Another bad law. Mm-hmm. Bad law. Separate. It was separate but equal. It was the problem. It was never equal. Right. That's the problem. Right. And that, that that case was people were upset with that for over fifty years until Brown versus Board of Education in nineteen fifty four, and that was settled. Right. After you don't hear see people on the street protesting Brown versus Board of Education. No, you don't. And the same thing with Roe v. Wade in nineteen seventy three. It was never really settled law because people have been fighting over it for the last forty nine years. That's true. So, Judge, where can people find you? Do you have a website? How can people come and join the campaign to help out on sure. the judge? Our uh, website is Novarini, N-O-V-E-R-I-N-I.com, Novarini.com. All right. Judge Novarini, thanks so much for joining us on the Sean Thompson Show. Uh, you've been amazing. And yes. mm-hmm. um, here's to hoping that you take it come, um, what's that, June 28th? And yep. then on to November, right. Judge Novarini sits on the... Illinois Supreme Court. Thank you so much. Thank for you, doing John. This. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Good, good to see you. All right, okay. uh, dude. I'm telling you, we if, if if more people really understood just how important, and I, and I'm sure they've seen it. Mm-hmm. They've seen it because they've 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 had a front row seat the past two and a half years of just how ineffective our judiciary system has been mm-hmm. because people are not willing to do because they they're controlled by the Madigan machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's it, pretty much everybody in the U.S. Supreme Court is controlled by him. You listening to the Sean Thompson Show? We'll be right back. AM 560, The Answer. Red. 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 Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson. Uh, Host of the show, Black and White Radio, heard every Saturday from 12 to 3. Please go and follow all my social media platforms. I'm I'm on all of them, and you can follow me at, at Black and White Radio. Uh, that'd be great. Um, I love my YouTube crowd. We're, we're streaming um, the Black and I mean the Sean Thompson show. We're streaming streaming the Th- Sean Thompson show on the Black and Right Radio um, YouTube page. At least I thought we were, but I guess we're not. Um, Pistol Pete. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that song, by the way, Valon. Uh, but I'm doing the break. Um, Bishop Bishop was looking at me crazy. He was like, "What are you doing?" Bishop, know what I was doing? Today's gonna be a good oh, day. Oh, God. Gonna be a good day. Today's gonna be a good day. Gonna be a good day. Get the negativity out of my face. Hey. I want positivity in my space. Today's gonna be a good day. You don't look like a househead. Hey, listen, that's been... And I need some gospel music. Oh. Come on back there. Y'all find some good <laughs> Christian songs so I can... 
participate. You feel unholy right I now? I feel unholy. I'm, I'm in an unholy presence. Oh, my God. Whatever. Let's go to the phone lines. Craig, Craig from Mount Greenwood. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Thanks for holding. Hey, John. Hey. Uh, good to hear you. I, sometimes you're, you're covering in the morning with Amy or Dan or something like that, yes. and I, I get on the phone and uh, talk with you. Yes, good sir. You. I know who you I'll are, tell sir. You, you, uh, you and... Uh, you and Sean and Honey Bunny, that I mean, you guys hit a bullseye with that judge, that Josh Novini, and that. But here's the point: uh-huh. I never, until I heard you guys talking on the radio, I never heard of them. Didn't know anything about them. Uh, good for you guys getting them on there, getting them some airtime like that and everything. I mean, I'm gonna, go, I'll be out talking to people that I know, and you know, making sure that anyone, because we never know about these judges or right. anything like that. We need to know. There's got to be a way to, to even with like a little pamphlets and you know, print something up and everything. But I'll tell you what. That guy is dynamite. He Listening is. to him and his stance on things. You, hello. Go ahead, Craig. You still there? We hear you. I can hear you, Craig. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so I wanted to commend you for that, and also get the word out, like help get the word out for for a guy like that, because a guy like that you can trust. I mean, he went to uh, Moody Bible. He's basically an originalist. You can hear everything he says, the way he basically looks at things, and the way he approaches the law, and that. What a dynamite guy to have for a judge. I agree. I, I so, thanks so much for calling us, Craig. Uh, can I make a confession real yeah, quick? Go ahead. I've been voting for forty five years. Oh, don't don't say it. No, oh. and I really honestly I never knew what judge I was voting for. But I would turn <laughs> over, I would just go, Okay, I don't like what his name was. B C A B C D like test. <laughs> At least you voted. It's a lot of people that don't even bother. So 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 you're the reason why Illinois is in this mess. I'm sorry. People like you. I'm sorry. Who go and vote for who go and vote for um any type of judge. You don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. I don't know if they're good or bad. Oh. I just try to see if I recognize one that I was brought before. You know, oh, my vote, but this God. dude ain't gonna get my vote. Yeah, but 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 I I think uh, to Craig's point though, I think because of my political background, mm-hmm. um I understand those races a lot more. Mm-hmm. And and and, I, and and they have to most people don't know about the judges because most judges don't like hey, I'm sure he didn't like coming on here and having to mm-hmm. talk about himself because most of these judges don't like to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they prefer other people talk about them. They don't like that. They they, they, they would rather be in the courtroom uh, making decisions in the courtroom and not have to deal with any of the political stuff. But I think He's one nec- of them. It's necessary that they might have to start doing it more. Yeah. Because like this gentleman just said, we need to know more about these people that we're going to consider to you know, yeah. to sit on these benches, and so they got to get over their you know yeah. resistance to talk about themselves. Let us know, right? You know. Right, but 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 that's that's the reason why yeah. uh, I'm actually putting together a show on Black and Right, where I'm actually going to bring in. He'll come back on. I'll bring somebody from the circuit court, and uh, and then I'll also bring somebody from um, um, the appellate court who's running for office, because because I want to be able to highlight these judges that are running for office because they they are really the last line of defense. That's it. When it comes to a lot of these 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 issues that rise up before the courts, and you heard what he said, mm-hmm. the Democrats have had the Supreme Court since 1964. Unbelievable. 1964. That's a lot of decisions from the Illinois Supreme Court. And we were wonder why Illinois is a moral wasteland. Yeah, moral wasteland because not only legislators but people on the bench. Yeah. Yes. Mike Mike not Mike Madigan gives them the nod. You know what to do. That's right. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Let's go to Megan from Orland Park. Megan, welcome to the Sean Thompson show. Thanks so much for calling. Hey, um John Anthony, we talked um oh, a few months ago on a Saturday. Oh yes, um, I remember you now. We were doing your show. 
Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Bishop, you have a bishop on? The bishop is here. Down to the shout outs. We're giving the shout outs. <laughs> I got 30 seconds for you, uh, Megan. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and echo what Craig said basically. Thanks for having that guy on. Um, I wrote him down, so I'll know to vote for him. So often when the judges are out there Democratic, um, like for the, not for Supreme Court necessarily, but I just vote no to keep them yeah, yeah. No, no, no across the board. See? And, that, and that's what a lot of people do when it comes to these judges. And we, we definitely got to switch and change that. Thanks so much for calling. Uh, we, we have to change that. We got to make sure these, these judges get before the people right. so that people can know who they are. And Illinois, real quick, Illinois Family Institute, let's talk about that because they, they go, they have these judges. Absolutely. They, In fact, this judge stood before. So, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, you're yeah. listening to The Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to the Wait, Shots. What church she goes to? I don't know what church he goes to. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson. If you don't, if you haven't heard the, the show Black and Right Radio, please tune in every Saturday from 12 to 3. Uh, the three of us are always, sometimes, you know, Bishop gave up on us for a bit, I can, um, I can but only, now he's back. I can only be with y'all a certain amount of time before you rub <laughs> off on me. <laughs> because that, that'll be your, 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 your theme song. Yeah, okay. Uh, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, <laughs> up, up in, in here. here. Alright, alright, Verlon, here you go. Let's all go right. back to the phone lines. Mike from Hammond. 2,000 mules. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. I've, I've been trying to get a hold of somebody on the conservative talk radio today up and down the line, and nobody will take my call on this. Um, We're not afraid here. Thing that, what happened? What happened? Pete clicked them all. Pete, you hung up on him? Hey, call back. Uh, all right, call okay. back. Call back. Let's all go. Right. Let's go to Mike from Elgin. Mike, welcome to Black and Right. Hi, guys. Hey, hey I, I appreciate your show. Listen to it all the times on Saturday. Thank you. Tiger Woods is playing in the Masters, but other than that. <laughs> but quick. Uh, yeah, there was a, a Supreme Court case that came out of the state of New York. It's called Lansing versus Smith, that said all the rights that belong to the King of England now belong to every individual here in the United States. Okay. Okay. And uh, but what I'd like, you know, what I'd ask any judge a question that says, you know, are the people sovereign? You know, and that's a term that this, that they've used many times in court cases that the people are the sovereign. You know. Well, you think about a sovereign. Does a sovereign pay a tax? Is a so- oh think- no! Oh wow! Everybody's leaving. What's up? Everybody just dropped. I didn't do it. You see me? My hand's nowhere near it. Let's go. Oh, Let's go God. to Mike from having two thousand mules. Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Hey, thanks for getting back on, guys. No problem. Yeah, Danessa Susan made make this movie, and everybody's hyped about this thing. How was he able to get this, get all this evidence, all these drop boxes, the video, the phone tracking, and not one attorney general or governor or law enforcement agency from any of these five or six states is interested at all? They're not pursuing this. There's nobody 
you know, there, there's nobody in jail. There's no investigation, at least what I'm right. hearing. What do you guys think about well, that? I, well, I'm going to tell you something, Mike. A lot of evidence comes out after the fact, but uh, I remember the first thing that you had put up on the board. Why isn't anybody being brought up on charges? Well, the election was certified. The process works. The process happens. And it's a, a lot of times it's nothing you can do after the fact. Only thing you can do is make sure it doesn't happen again. And I really think it's a benefit to locking people up who actually did something wrong. But anybody who says that they did not know this was true, any of the opposition who denies that the election was tainted, any of them that say that, they know Allegedly. just as much as you do, as much as <laughs> well, we do. Uh, but there was inequities in all those things that. Go ahead. Well, the ballot harvesting and the and the ballot yes. box stuffing, as far as I heard, is illegal. I mean, somebody should be well. It's be somebody it, t- be taking the the rap for this. You yeah, know? I do you know, know in California, I mean, there is a process to there's there's something similar to ballot harvesting that is legal right. in California. Mm-hmm. I believe California is the only state that has a process that's similar to ballot harvesting, mm-hmm. but there's a process to it. They just can't go and and and. and Let's take all the ballots. Up in Minnesota, yeah, this, this I've seen the California. video. Right. right. Seen, I agree. Thanks so much for calling, Mike. But, but, but why isn't anybody taking any interest in it up and down the line? I'm well, not hearing any. Well, I'll tell you why. Say, yeah, hey, we had this going on, you know. I'm going to tell you why. N- name a person within the last year that's that's taken on any of this that hasn't been canceled, that hasn't had something done to them. Yeah. Um, that's why, because people people... People have resigned in their mind that that election is over and they're, they're, they're focused on the next election, 2022, then 2024. People are just, they, um, there's no news agency that's mm-hmm. willing to take it on. There's nobody that's willing to take it on. They're just completely done with it. That's why. And they're telling us to shut up and get over it. Yeah, that's what they're we saying. Shut up and get over it. But today? No, well, but we can't Absolutely we can't not. Because can't after 2016, we heard Russian collusion, Russian collusion, Russian collusion. All those people, those 50. Yeah. See, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Mike don't understand because he lives in my great state of Indiana. I oh, see, I see him up here on the go. board. See, these people here in Illinois, well, well, they're so Indiana. used to it. Oh, I'm in, I'm in Gary. But you're, these oh, people... Oh, yeah, I'm right next to you. I'm in yeah, Hammond. You, we're not right next door to each other. But see, right here... I've been my whole life. Yeah. But whole right... Life. And you know right from wrong. See, yeah. people here in Illinois yeah. don't know right oh, from wrong yeah, You're anymore. from Illinois. It doesn't matter. Dude, dude y'all, hey, y'all live in bad neighborhoods. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, guys, guys, listen. Hey, Mike, thanks so much for calling. But I, you know I play this on, on the show all the time, Verlon, because in 2016, this is what the other side had to say. We also, I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines, um, those that are not those that are being used in many states but are not state-of-the-art from our perspective. Um, We're very concerned because there's only three companies. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling them. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws including back doors. These companies are accountable to no one. They won't answer basic questions about no. their cybersecurity Sound practices. Familiar? And the biggest companies won't answer any questions at all. And they were able to take this all the way through the 2020 elections. Mm-hmm. But it stopped immediately after, oh, he won. Yeah. 
You see, you see, yeah. you see the hypocrisy there. It's the danger of a dishonest media. Yes, because what? Because the media really had a responsibility. You know, I, I think I heard someone said that sixty uh, percent of people who voted for Biden said they would not have voted for him if they knew that the Hunter yeah. Biden story was true. Yeah, yeah. and also I it was like seventeen percent of people said that. I think the number was a lot lower. I think it was like 17, 17. Of, of the Biden yeah, voters? The Biden okay, vote, yeah. with, with but also I remember watching a, a, a video of these ballot harvesters in Minnesota yeah. that were buying the ballots from the Somali community yeah. for $100 yeah. a ballot. Yeah. So somebody is giving them thousands of dollars to go buy these ballots, and then they're filling them in. Okay. And these people know that. They know this election was crooked. Come on. Now, now here's a disclaimer for YouTube. It's a discussion, YouTube, oh. about 2016, 2020. The hypocrisy that's involved in how conservatives can't have this discussion, but leftists they can have as whatever discussion they want about anything. They can even they can even talk about they can even talk about Hitler, but those on the right can't. Right? Yeah, you can call Trump Hitler. You know, whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but a conservative can't mention, i.e., Mary Miller can't even say any. Which she was completely correct in what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you listen to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me. Welcome back. Hour three of the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony, filling in for Sean. Sean is away in Florida. He's down in Mar-a-Lago viewing the 2,000 Mules filmed by Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, can we have some, a little bit of fun before we get into your serious conversation? Because you, you like to have these conversations, man. They just really... You know, I'm, I'm, conflicted. I'm conflicted right now. Why? I, I want to have a serious conversation. But uh, no, me being the me being the cop. Okay, no, ah, no. Um, there's two things that I I really want to hit real quick, just real quick, just real quick. You know how everybody's identifying as black, mm-hmm. everybody's identifying as a woman, a man. Well, I I got one for you guys. Probably have not heard. This guy identifies as a. Now we can't have him recording. No, well he just identifies the camera. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. I, I don't care if he identifies as. A and we don't want to be disrespectful. What are your uh, pronouns? He he can't be in here recording. He's it's a they them. Okay. They identify as a camera. It's a federal law. You're breaking federal privacy laws. Both of you, please leave, or I'm gonna call the Maryville Police Department. No, no, not the Maryville Police Department. He said he identifies a camera. Is that one of the First Amendment auditors? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's going to identify as a camera. But I, yeah. I, 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 dude, I'm serious. You're going to start seeing a lot more of, of they. You, I mean, I identify as a dog. Why well, not? Well, that's a good thing. The furries. Man. That's a good thing because I identify as Bunny's husband. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't be there. No, I'm moving away from I'm that I'm not one. crossing that line. I'm, I'm not even. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm you, don't know, you don't even know how big her boyfriend is. Why oh, would you say that? Oh, my God. Verlon, you should have said that. You slick with that one, but I, I, saw, I saw how slick you are, too. Uh, but, 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 God, I, I despise you both right now. But that's okay. Bishop. Okay. And he wants church music. <laughs> But see, if I had church music, I would have never went there. Uh, you sinner. Oh, I would have never gone there. <laughs> you sinner. Uh, but did you guys see um, Dave Chappelle? 
I heard oh, about he him. He got Will Smith. Yeah. yeah, I heard. I mean, he was up there he was towards the end of his, his, his routine. And this, actually, according to an article, he's, he's been identified as a transgender yeah. person. Yeah, Because of Dave's previous... What was the name of the um the the Netflix show he had? Yeah, it was uh well, which one? I forget the it? name of it, but it was the last yeah. one he did on Netflix. Right. Mm-hmm. No, but the the, the, the what happened one. was Netflix is a joke festival festival, but the last um the Netflix show special he right. did, right. I forget the name of that. Cancelled? Yeah, we yeah. was well, he was having a, a stage uh, joke fest about transgender. Yeah. yeah, you know, but he actually straightened it out. Right. He actually told that very touching story. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was great comedy. Yes. I mean, it, it, it was it was it was Dave being a genius in how he he's dealing with a tough subject, and he's also pushing back, but also saying, "Hey guys, I'm 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 not a I'm not yeah, a phobic. I don't hate you or anything right. like that." But this is just they don't want to hear that, right? So they couldn't take George Carlin. No, they wouldn't have been able to take that's before the right. Dangerfield, right? The Dangerfield. That's before you know. their time, yeah. right? They couldn't take him. So. Bunny found the the audio for me because I was searching for it and, and I saw a text message. She goes, "Oh, did you want?" I was like, "Oh, you read my mind." Uh, I want you to hear towards the end, especially towards the end, what Dave. Listen to what Dave Chappelle said. I'm told Jamie Fox was there. Okay, wow. <laughs> they they opened up a can of whoop. You know what, boy? Here it is. Here's Dave Chappelle. Behind me on the DJ table is one of the most prolific producers that hip hop has ever presented. The mighty man Lil. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for hip hop history. I am going to kill that. It's when he got hit. Thank God that was clumsy. Wait, so so if, if, if you watched it, if you watched it, you see Dave. Dave was about to, Dave was about to throw the hand, put the hands on him. He was getting ready to run back there, but I think he was like. That's a lot of millions that I'm going to lose. And he came right back, and it continues. He's back there getting stomped. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to lose some money for that comment right Where there, though. Where did come from? Thank you, son. <laughs> it, was a, it was a trans man. Uh-oh. Dave Chappelle, like, but you know what? The guy had a knife on him inside of a plastic gun. It was oh, inside of really? yeah, it was inside of a prop gun, a plastic yeah. prop gun. First they said, "Oh, it's a gun," but then there was a pop out knife in it. But you know what? They feared that this would become normal, Standard. normalized after what Will Smith did. Well, it already has. It yeah. wasn't, didn't start with Will Smith. Right. They've been canceling speech for well, Kanye years. when he jumped up. And my boy, now I love mm-hmm. Kanye, but when he jumped up and oh, with his Taylor, Taylor Swift, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So they've been canceling speech. If they don't, you know, and what about all of this? tolerance and inclusion right. and love and right. all of this kind of stuff. This is a demonstration of it? Is it? The left only wants the right to do that. Right. It's, they, it's not reciprocal. They're not responsible for right. doing it as well. So. And, but you, you guys remember that Martin Lo, Martin Lawrence show? When he even yeah. up against Thomas Hitman. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you see the guy's face? Yeah, after he came out the room. <laughs> he had a pocket head for real, man. Yeah, Tommy <laughs> knocked him into yeah. the wall. He was but, stuck but on this, the wall. But this guy <laughs> had a pocket head for real, man. Really? He had, 
He had knots all over his head. So they tuned him up good. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they got him They good. tuned him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not cheering for violence, but sometimes. No, I'm not cheering for violence. You deserve a oh, tune-up. come on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't deserve. My daddy used to have to give me a tune-up. We, have, we have to remind people of back in the day back, sometime of how just, we grew up. Absolutely. Oh, just you Mike got, Tyson. You got violated when you stepped out of line. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson had to, had to remind people. Oh, I still got the, these Oh, hands. my God. He beat that guy up good. Wait, you see the guy's look? You see the guy? He deserved to be beat up. You, man. But, but, but did you see his face? He turned around and looked like... Look at the camera like, uh, did that just happen? But he was stupid. Yeah. He was stupid. That was stupid. You bother Mike stupid. Tyson? I would never think about ridiculing Mike Tyson. Right. But right. in this copycat society, though, it is more and more people are going to be doing that. And I think it's going to end with somebody being seriously hurt or killed. Yeah. You know, because these people are going to protect themselves or, yeah. you know, and if you feel just emboldened, I'm going to go up here. And right. No, but you know what? It goes guy. further than that. Right. It, it it goes to the point of they have wussified men. That's right. They have they no, have no, they have they've de- emasculated de- yeah, they, men. They emasculated men. Right. Yeah. They they turned us into a bunch of punks, and now we we want to say say something. We can't even but say, you're afraid say to do something. It. Right. They call but, it toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 wait, wait. But that's the greatness of people like mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. Who, right. Who 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 is who isn't afraid to say anything? I was just thinking about. I didn't have a conversation with anybody, mm-hmm. but I was just thinking about this whole conversation mm-hmm. about three days ago. Remember how we grew up? We had this thing called striking mm-hmm. or your mama joke, yeah. yeah. And case yeah. yeah. we yeah. would talk about your clothes, you talk about your signifying, yep. And it was a character builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a character builder. Yeah, you you had to take it. You couldn't go home and tell your daddy or your mama <laughs> somebody was bullying me. Whatever, you'll probably get beat up by your mother Absolutely. or your father. And you better go out there and, and, and become a man. And some of them right. dozens fights or them, you know, signifying episodes, they ended up in a fight. Yeah. They had a fight with the dude, and then the next day, you're friends. Cool. You're, you're friends. Yeah, you're cool. That's how it yeah. was. <laughs> you yeah. can't do that now. No. The, the kid yeah. might go and, you know, hurt, <laughs> but, hurt himself. But with this, <laughs> he gets stomped. He gets stomped back there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He needed to be stomped. Oh. <laughs> Oh my yeah. God! They said Jamie Fox was part of the stomping. I would imagine Jamie yeah, Fox would have yeah. got here. Oh yeah, <laughs> so he's hood too. They took it all out. They took all of the Will Smith out <laughs> yeah. on this dude because <laughs> <laughs> they weren't going to do it to Will Smith. They weren't going to do it to but Will. You know what? Mm-hmm. I actually said, remember on the show, yeah. I said, I bet you Will Smith wouldn't have done Dave Chappelle like that. Remember? Mm-hmm. I, said, right. yeah. I bet you wouldn't have stepped to, to Dave Chappelle like oh, that. Oh, well, he knew exactly who he was yeah. walking up on because yeah. first of all, he knew Chris Rock was a professional yeah. enough not to embarrass himself and our people. I was really angry because it just fulfilled every stereotype right. that these people have about black people. Right. You know, yeah. 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 And I, so Chris Rock is a different guy, but not, like not some Tony of these Rock. other ones. His brother, point, Tony. Tony came out strong. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> wouldn't have did that to me, brother. That's right. Oh boy. Let's go back to the phone lines. Pat and Lombard. Welcome to Sean Thompson show. Well, it's hard to follow up on that, but I think Gary Rabine running for governor is a real man. He can take a shot and give one, too, so I'd put him in. The yeah, voting true. machine company you're thinking about is Dominion. Dominion, yeah. yeah. Dominion mm-hmm. mo- voting machines that are easily reprogrammed to uh, some other people's uh, you know, coin system. But the last thing you're talking about is yesterday morning, I mean, Amy and uh, – uh, you know, the other guy. Dan Prof. Dan Prof. Uh, they had said the other their, guy. <laughs> yeah, Dan Prof. They had on there a segment about a company called Amaze, uh-huh. which teaches the younger children from second grade to sixth grade how not to be a man. What? Wow. The, Come on, they man. They have a lot of YouTube videos right That's there the- that are approved by the school. 
local school councils that are used like yeah. as little commercials throughout the day mm-hmm. to uh, basically tell our kids that they are no longer allowed to be a band. Right. See, right. see, see that's know, right down my strike zone. Thanks right so much there. for that's, calling, Pat. That's what we've been working on, this whole thing about public school exit, because they are using the education system not to educate your right. kids, but to indoctrinate them. Right. And there's no greater presence in that than the gay agenda. And so they're grooming these boys. And people get offended by that term grooming. Yeah. But yeah. I actually just saw a video I sent you. I had first time I'd yeah, seen I saw it. it. I saw it. Yeah, you know, we will convert your child. Yeah. Let, let me tell you something. Dan and Amy, they had a show about men getting pedicures, manicures, and Dan, he he, he hates it. You're not, not a man. You're not a man if you're getting uh, – me and I'm my brother just that, had – we, we just had a, a, a conversation about this over the weekend. And he, he thinks it's okay, and I don't. I don't get him. And I don't. But my thing is – if you went through your whole life and never had a fist fight, you're not a man. You're not a man, right? Okay, whatever. Well, if you want, well, if you, if you want somebody to play with your feet or all that type of stuff, oh, that's fine. On. But if you go through your whole life and you tell me you never mixed it up with another guy, I because, disagree. Here's why. Yeah, I'm sorry. Here's why. Some people know how to use that. Use those words that get them out of so much trouble, bro. I got a friend, man. This this, this kid, he, talk he can out. talk his way. <laughs> he can talk his way out of anything. With that, you're listening to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. AM five sixty. The answer. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson, host of the hit radio show, Black and White Radio, heard 12 to 3 every Saturday. That wasn't a church song either. That wasn't near, nowhere near. That sounded like an Olivia Newton-John. Techno. It's techno, man. Oh, look at you. You got you you to be up on You have thing. no black heart. <laughs> and you got to stay out of the discos, man. <laughs> you have completely lost your black heart. Oh. He put George, what's his name? Who? George Michael. You still put an S on his yeah, name. Why I'm do you always, put his name? Man, you S know what? Him? And I just seen the cut, and I'm tired of you. Illinois. I, Illinois. <laughs> it is Illinois Wrong. in the middle. That is that's the name of the commercial. They run it every day it's on Illinois. TV. Illinois. Illinois in the There's middle. There's no noise. I'm, afra- I'm afraid you're going to rub off on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. You be, you be, you be, that's all, folks. <laughs> God help us. Oh, that's for you, Villain. <laughs> uh, real quick, let's. So, what I've seen mm-hmm. is only two Republican candidates for governor, and I was told by Bunny that Gary Rabine actually did put out a statement. Um, Gary, future reference, always have audio, always put out audio um, about the leak with um, at the I mean the, the United States Supreme Court. Um, I want to get. I want you to hear Daly, Bailey's reaction, and then. Sullivan. Sullivan's growing on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people call him a rhino. Mm-hmm. Dude, when you look at, when you listen to him talk and look at his policy positions, where's yeah. the rhino? Yeah, especially economically. Tell me where the yeah. rhino, even socially. Mm-hmm. He's 100% pro-life. Mm-hmm. 100% pro-life. 100% pro, pro-family. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm still trying to find, and I think that's one of the reasons why Richard Irving has, has um, did the ad and added Sullivan to the ad. Mm-hmm. Then he sent the mailer out. I don't know. Did you see the mailers that Stephanie Trussell was fanning while Avery Bourne was speaking? No, she was didn't. fanning, and she was. It was. Oh my god! It was vicious, man. She was sitting up there fanning the the flyers, the mailers that were sent 
while Avery Bourne is up there speaking down there, somewhere down in the south. What, what Ricky sent me the flyer. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw yeah, it. What, what, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's a complete and utter lie. Yeah, it is. And I think it's going to hurt Richard Irving should he run for, uh, should he win the, the Republican primary. Mm-hmm. Please stop it. Please just focus on why people people should choose you. Right. Because we're going to have the same thing that happened between Jeannie Ives and, and Bruce Rauner. Mm-hmm. The Ives folks didn't come out and vote for Bruce Rauner. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that if the Ives folks would have come out that G, um, Bruce would have won because Bruce destroyed himself. Mm-hmm. HB 40. Right. The, pro, yeah. the, the abortion bill. Hey, yeah. I'm not voting. I'm not running to do any any social, social which which will segue into yours when we're done. Okay. Um, it's not about the social issues with me. But then he ran a whole social when he realized that he couldn't get his mm-hmm. his his fiscal not physical his, <laughs> fis- his fiscal plan. He diverted because his wife diverted him to. I mean, I was there. I had a front row seat to it. Yeah, him. yeah, absolutely. You he, know, he so broke, he broke a direct promise. He did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Right. But here, here's um, State Senator Dan Bailey. Once, once Roe versus Wade is overturned and once abortion is made illegal, then we have to turn around. That's not where it stops. We've got to work together, the church and, and civic groups, and then provide the real solution of uh, helping people uh, be able to be you know, productive in life. To Governor Pritzker and, and several high-ranking uh, uh, state legislators, Democrat legislators, uh, met you know, to formulate a plan of what they're going to do if a Roe versus Wade's overturned. Well, see, they've already, they've already done it. How, it. It's interesting that they can't get together and formulate a plan this quick on a budget or, or, or many of the other disastrous policies that they provoke, but they want to come together and try to figure out how they can continue to destroy life, how they can make Illinois uh, the mecca of uh, the, the abortion capital of the world. They've already told us. Bishop? If any candidate for governor does not have the intestinal fortitude to take a strong stand, take this opportunity to be able to speak against abortion, I would say that person is no deserving as someone running uh, back in the days of slavery, who wouldn't speak out against slavery. Yeah. It's an evil and an opportunity has come for you to make a principal statement. But if you won't put your voice out there, I don't need a statement. I need to hear you. I need to hear you saying very strongly, like what this guy did, what yeah. our position is and, and what we should be looking for. I, agree, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, if, if you are elected and you wouldn't take a stand against this, then you're going to bend over for anything. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's Jesse Sullivan. I think as soon as this uh, court case of Roe versus Wade, like Illinois is really the front lines uh, of this decision, because if it goes back to the states, what's going to happen is Illinois is going to be the Midwest destination, abortion capital destination of the country. And it's really going to be sad. Um, And we want to live the pro-life values at every stage, you know, so um, right now it's late term partial birth abortions here in Illinois. Our current governor, uh, you know, it is taxpayer funded abortions. It is no parental notification. So even young teens who, you know, might make that decision 13 years old, uh, it's really, you know, not right. And we need a governor who's going to push back against it. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, you're hypocritical. You just want to change the law. Well, no, we need to make it easier for these young mothers to, to choo- bravely choose life um, and, and to bring their children into the world. We need to make the adoption system easier. That's, we need to make right it more affordable that. for families who want to adopt. Um, we also you know, need to make our DCFS system better um, for these foster children. Bishop, he, he makes a good point. He makes a good point when it comes to adoption. <clears throat> because conservatives, pro-lives, are, are, they're so adamant 
about saving the life of the child. Mm -hmm. But where are they once the child has been born? Let's say that person keeps the child. Mm -hmm. That pro-life crowd is not as loud in that aspect, or am I wrong? Well, I think you're wrong because it's the pro-life people who ones who are running these uh, crisis pregnancy centers and supplying resources and things for women long after the children are born. The pro-life people are continuously pro-life, but I think, and that was, has been one of the tricks that the enemy has done by saying the only thing you care about is the fetus; you don't care about the baby. Well, that's untrue because most yeah. of us are Christian conservatives. Twenty seconds. That's exactly what they say. So that's why, and, and, and the progressives, I'm not for this, but this is what they say. That's why you should pro- provide cradle to grave health care uh, for, for the mother so she can keep the, a kid and a basic income. They, they go through their whole litany of what, they, what, they, what that person should need mm-hmm. for, to, keep, to be able to keep that baby. Otherwise, they should have the option to be able okay. to have an abortion. But you know what? I did not hear a liberal response from Jesse Sullivan. I heard a real true conservative right. response there. Right. And, so. and where is Richard Irvin as a black man recognizing how abortion disproportionately affects black people, especially here in Aurora? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We got to go to break. Uh, you're listening to The Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony. He's the bishop and the troublemaker. We'll be right back. AM560, the answer. Wake me up Pete, you're fired. Hey, Pete, I want to kick step right now. You're fired, Pete. You're fired, Pete. You're gonna Wham! Play, wait, you're going to play. You're going to play George Michael, not Michaels, before you play a Marvin Gaye song. You're fired. I and, love you, Pete. And, and what happened to my gospel number? Oh, you're done. <laughs> he doesn't care about you. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony. We're having a good time. And I, you know me. If you, if you listen to my show every Saturday, you know, I don't. not only do I want to, you know, talk about serious issues, but I love to have fun. Yeah. If we can't have fun, uh, well, what's the point? That's right. You know, um, but. Have we I, I, I know um, I know we've lost the America. Uh, of the, I, I I know we, we've lost the republic. Yeah, I, I I know that. But to have a person, a czar, that gets to dictate what's misinformation or what's disinformation in America, we have somebody who gets to decide what that is now. See these fact the, the whole fact checkers, Snopes, mm-hmm. and all those right. that was a precursor to this individual. The whole social media, you know, uh, shadow banning you and all that. Because now they know who the people are. Right, right. <laughs> they know who these people are now. Right. So we got a Joseph Goebbels there yeah. in America. But but I want you to hear this lady. And it's like, this is who you choose? That's Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So, disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie when Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh! Well, it came out that Rudy was actually right. Yeah. Oh, but that, so it wasn't disinformation. So you see the dangerous, the dangerous line, the, the dangerous games that you play by dictating Who's peddling? Who's not peddling? But I, 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 I thought the, the, the advent of the Internet was about the, 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 
getting ideas out there and the best idea wins. I mean, so that means that in both impeachments mm-hmm. should have been mis- mis- misinformation, disinformation, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. The whole Russia, Russia, Russia should have been disinformation, misinformation. Right. Hunter's light po- um, laptop, uh, laptop mm-hmm. being Russian disinformation. So that's misinformation, disinformation, right? Right. Black men getting killed every what? Every day. She said every, every day? day an unarmed black man is killed. Yeah. And then when challenged on it, she goes, oh, well, I was being an activist. Well, what do you mean? You, did you mean it? You know, well, if you didn't mean it, were you lying? Right. And you're going to be the, the misinformations are? Come on. We have to take back this country. It's important. We have to take back these states. If we do not, we will lose this place. This is the, uh, Reagan said it. America is, 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 is the last great hope. Absolutely. For the world. Right. Man. If we lose America, we lose all sensibilities. Yeah. You know, someone said that you can't, the people in this generation can't raise their children like our parents raised us because we were raised to be prepared for a world that no longer exists. We're losing the world that we knew. We're losing the country that we knew. We, our institutions are being undercut and undermined. We're losing the whole country. Because we're allowing it. Because we're it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And some feel, of the things contributed to that is this misinformation. They feel like the world that you grew up to know is a barbaric world. So yeah. they, they don't want that world. But but it's because of people like that. Dude, you can't even talk about That's it. right. It's the Larry Hogan's of the world. All right. Here we go. Perfect segue. <laughs> I don't know how we get our country back when you have this guy in office. Larry Hogan, the governor of Maryland. Yes. This guy took a polite shot at, at my president, Donald Trump. A real dig at DeSantis, and he backed Disney. Okay, so he what he said was about Donald Trump, he, he feels like 34% of the Republican Party wants to move past Donald Trump, and he feels Donald Trump won't run. He, he, he hopes, really, but he thinks he, he, will, he will enjoy his retirement. He doesn't want him to have anything to do with the Republican Party. So, so the journalist, that so-called journalist that he was talking to, asked him, well, what about Ron DeSantis? He called Ron DeSantis a cheap imitation of Donald Trump. Oh, wow. And he, he took a shot at Florida's school system. And he said that, um, you know, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, he, if he runs for president, he'll lose in the landslide. So, so, and, and he backed Disney. He said Ron DeSantis is punishing Disney for being a private company that believes in what they believe and has the right to do what they want to do. You know, back who they back and use their money to push whatever agenda. Ronda says has shouldn't have any any say in that at all. He said, but no, tradi- no, 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 no. He's the governor of Florida, so he does have a say. But he says traditional Republicans back business. There's no such. There's no more. There's no more traditional nothing when it comes to the Republican Party. Well, he feels Republican Party shouldn't have anything to do the with weak, social issues. Spineless fools. But this governor, how do you have anything to say about Florida schools when the Baltimore schools are in how the horrible. toilet? Right. In the toilet, right? You know, and, and you're taking a, a guy that's taking a strong stance and, uh, and is on the right side of history in my book, and you're just one of those get-along and go-along go Republicans. Yeah. These are the guys that I can't stand. Man. Right. I can't stand these guys, man. And he's gearing up for a run for president no, in 24. Please. He won't make it. He, yeah, no, he won't even make it. Have you heard him speak? Yeah, I've, I've just yeah, listened terrible. to him. And he really should stop. You know, he's prematurely pronounced in Trump's death. It didn't Trump's candidate... For the Senate in Ohio, just win well, the other 22. day. Twenty-two, Indiana and Ohio. Twenty-two of the the, the, the Trump back people won. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. yeah. So, hey. But I am a psychic 
two weeks ago before anybody yeah, talked, talked about, about this. I said this will be psychic. Oh, psychic. Yeah. He said, said psychic. I said psychic. <laughs> uh, I said this will be the litmus man test for Republicans. Litmus man. Litmus man. Litmus man. Litmus man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, come on, please. No, no, no. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, folks. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, my God. But I said it will be It will be the traditional before 19, uh, after 1965 Republicans against the social conservative Republicans. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be asked on the grand stage when they start having debates. So we're going to see where the rubber meets the road in the Republican Party or whoever Bishop? becomes the candidate. What say you? I, I, I agree. Yeah. But I'm, 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 you guys know I'm a big Rush Limbaugh fan. I mean, Conservatism or Eris tried, it wins. Mm-hmm. When it's really tried, mm-hmm. not watered down, absolutely. Conservatism, the conservative message wins, wins every time, time. It, it it it's implemented. Oh, oh before I forget, yeah. Let me. I mean, Disney. <laughs> I, I, I want to say Litmans again, but Disney. <laughs> Disney fired their top guy because of this issue because they felt the bite already. Good. That's right. They that should. Yeah, I heard Good. that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Look, 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 look at his eyes, man. This guy is Good so job. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Rolando. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. But, you know, um, I'm with you, though, when it comes to people like that. But in Maryland, he's the only type of person that can win. And that's what Blexit on YouTube um, is, 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 is making. He's making that case for Richard Irvin on, in the YouTube feed. Mm-hmm. Um or uh, I don't know if it's a he or she. I should should probably not do that. But Blexit is making that point for Richard Irvin, basically saying that Richard is the only one that could. Oh, Irvin is the only one that can win. God. But but no, that there's a point there. Mm-hmm. Illinois is 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 a. It's not. It's not. It has no red. It don't even have. I don't even. What? Not even purple, right? I keep telling people but you know, the, one thing. The southern part of the state is red. The blue comes well, from... Well, it depends. They, it just turned back red. Because remember, they yeah. had a ton of yeah. Democrat, con, uh, conservative Democrats, so-called. Right. You mm-hmm. know, um, Brandon Phelps. Mm-hmm. Those type, those Democrats who were really Republicans, mm-hmm. they had a ton of those downstate. Down right. right. They, those seats just now became uh, red seats now. Right. Back but in you, 2016. I just want to say, I think that this, what you're talking about is kind of like the pushback against Trump. And so these Republicans like Mitt Romney and others who, you know, Kinziger and others who found that there's some kind of virtue signaling by denouncing Trump and, and those things. That's So I think that's what you're seeing now yeah. with Hogan and people like that emboldened. Uh, you get to answer that when we come back. You're listening to Sean Thompson Show. We'll be right back. AM 560. The answer. Hey, he did it for you. He did it for you. Look at Bishop. Look at Bishop. <laughs> if you watch it on the screen, check out Bishop. Come on, Bishop. Hold on. Keep that going right there. Hey, Bishop. Come on, Bishop. Oh, break that, it down, Bishop. That's not an inspirational song. <laughs> it inspires me. Welcome <laughs> uh, back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm sure Bunny and Pete like, well, this isn't a normal Sean Thompson show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a little different. <laughs> well, you're true. It's never normal with Sean Thompson, but <laughs> that's so true. Oh my, that was that was funny. All right, we got to go to this caller, Uh-oh. Mike from the West Side. Welcome to the Sean Thompson hey. Show. Hey, you guys are great. I just love listening to you on Saturday. Thank but you. um, I I was banned from your other friends at uh, what was it eight twenty? Uh-huh. They they 
block my call, so I called them one day from my coworker's phone, and they said, oh, those guys, they're, they're fake. So is Stephanie Trussell. I said, really? Oh. I said, you're, you're, you think that they're acting? Oh, yeah, they get paid for that. <laughs> wow. I wanted, I wanted to let you know, but I, I, love, uh, I love you guys. Yeah. I love when your cohort, your cohort call is sitting in with Eric. That guy is so arrogant. Yeah, and he, they, me. he and he and the black Asian dude, all they do is call everyone except their callers, their favorites, stupid. Now, yeah. how, how would they get attract people right. or listeners? I mean, why would you call anyone stupid? Right. So that's all they do all afternoon. Yes, I listen to them, so I know that I'm making the right decisions. That's right. But you I, guys are awesome. Thank you. I really Thanks appreciate that. Thanks, I, 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 I know the boss is listening because he just left the station. So you you make sure you let him. Say that again. Can you just say that one more time? Mike? <laughs> I said you guys are awesome. You do a really good job. You don't play it up. You speak. Talk the truth like Sean, and yeah. you deserve to have your own show. Thank you. I really appreciate really it, Mike. So, I, you, and you don't call people stupid. I don't. It's pretty cool. That's I, just I, not honestly, my style. Honestly, they take it first. It's not they, my they style. Thanks, Mike. Imbe- they call you imbecile. That's Eric yeah. Grant's favorite word, imbecile, imbecile. Yeah, I don't but do that. You guys have been getting paid to be rhinos. Yeah. What, what, what do I apply? I <laughs> well, I, you know, you yeah, know. I, I could be a rhino, too. Talk, talk to Black White Marcus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know my, my the nickname I gave. Sean Thompson at the at the Freedom mm-hmm. Summit, right? Mm-mm. White Ice Cube. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, you want to talk about nicknames? You know what they call their program director? What? Someone like Pete? White Slave. He's white? He's white. And, and he takes he, it? Yeah, he takes it. He's been taking it for years. They call him White Slave. I try to take up for him. Like, man, why do you accept that? I, off the air, he you know how to be a conservative. Him? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. He doesn't say it. Uh, okay, let's go to Victoria. She's been holding on the line for quite some time. Victoria, welcome to... Oh, I was about to say, welcome to Black and Right. Hi. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I have been holding for a while. Yes. Um, I was worried I wasn't going to get on. First time caller. Thank Listen you. Listen to both of your shows. Love them. Thank you. Um, I, I have a comment, but I'm going to pose it as a question. Okay. Um, regarding abortion. Okay. Why is it when a pregnant woman is murdered, the murderer is tried for a double homicide? Great question. Because Bishop. the law recognizes the that's the life. It's life. Right. So <laughs> exactly. you recognize the life, but politically the advantage is to dehumanize yeah. the fetus. And so that's exactly why that Well, happened. Peter Breen, when they were when they were discussing that HB forty, he actually brought that up. Mm-hmm. The distinction in, in how okay. and, and why they why why is if a person was to hurt or harm a pregnant woman, right. they and that the, the the child died I call it a baby, the mm-hmm. child dies. Um, they will be charged with double murder. Right. But if a woman or anything else goes and have an abortion, it's not. So I heard it's actually in the language absolutely. of the Constitution. Even, I heard someone even say a late stage partial abortion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's true. She, she, because it's, it's she's not, not volunteering to right. do that. Correct. As if that changes exactly. the difference in still the humanity death. of the child. It's still homicide. It's, it's still a baby. It's still homicide. Absolutely. You know, all, yeah. you know, so right. thank you, Victoria. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for listening to my show as well. I really appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. Love them both. Thank Thank you. you. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Let's go to Man on the Street. Welcome to Sean Thompson's show. Hey, guys. You guys should be on uh, five days a week. (laughs) They actually pay me to say that. Well, you know, the boss is listening, so keep on calling. Now, I'm not paying any of these people. (laughs) I'm not calling any of these people to say this. So (laughs) go ahead, Mark. What's going on? And, uh, John, when I see you, uh, you can pay me back later. All right, we'll do. Shh. 
But uh, let me, on a serious note, I just left uh, University of Chicago. I listened to Pete Budacek, uh spoke to about 300 students. Oh, my gosh. Budiza, they're Abby. wrong about everything. I mean, it's, just, it's crazy. The left has gone nuts. And uh, my main focus is that 80 Chicago public school students were shot and killed last year. No one talks about that. And now I just found out students in athletics in Chicago public schools have to either have proof of vaccination or they have to have a test every week. How is this going to help our, our students in Chicago public school? What's Mayor Lightfoot doing? I mean, this this is insane, John. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I, losing 80 kids, CPS students, actual <clears throat> students. Now, the, the question becomes, though, because you know how they tried to say, just because they're a Chicago public school student, were they in school? Were they on their way to school? Were they on the way home from school when they were shot? Well, after school, but some of it was during remote learning. Too. Right. Okay. It, right. So, there were students of student age in Chicago, 80 kids. There were 845 homicides. Uh, 80 of them were kids under 18 years wow. old. Wow. That's insane. Well, Unintended consequences of the, 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 the COVID uh, requirements. The, the, yeah, the lockdown. The recommendations. Yeah, and listen, and, and that's why my main focus at Illinois Family Institute is our director of public school exit project is to help encourage parents to get your kids out of the public schools, out of the government schools. You hear that the public service announcement right there? That, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, I snuck it in. You snuck that one in. My boss right. said no check if you don't get it in. <laughs> <laughs> so, but get, uh, thanks get so your, much for get calling, your kids Mark. out. Yeah. Um, um, now, talk real quick. Uh, how much time we got, Pistol Pete? How, really, really quickly, talk about uh, IFA's um, uh, election um, yeah. manual. Uh, so the voter guide, voter guide is something that we put out every election cycle. So those are coming out. We also had a panel where the judge and others came to uh, stand before and answer questions, real questions from a panel right. of people. And so those that came. They, 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 how, do they, how does somebody get the, 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 the election guide? IllinoisFamily.org. Okay. IllinoisFamily.org. The election guide. Right. Uh, I'm so happy. I got my certificate of appreciation from the Salem Medium Group for one hey. year of service of an actual employee of Salem Communications. Awesome. So I'm really happy. Bunny, thank you so much. It, it, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm so happy to have come here on the show because this is the last segment, right, Pistol Pete? Um, thank you, guys. Thank everybody. Bishop, Villan. Uh, Judge Novarini, everybody that came out, I'm, I'm thank you. I'm always blessed to come and sit in on the morning show or the afternoon show. Bunny and Pete, you guys make it easy to do this job. Um, see you when I see you. I'm out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.